Hi, and welcome to episode 22, yes, 22, of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. I'm your host and chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one that you'll find eating all the seasonal food and also the food that's coming up for Halloween. I'm really excited for that. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, on my personal account, at Burnin Lover. And joining me, the always fabulous, the always cheery, Patricia. Hey, Chris. What's up? This is me, Trish. <laughs> um, you can find me at Dreams Sweets. Sorry, I can't say it. Dream Sweets Love, D-R-E-A-M-S. W-E-E-T-S-L-O-V-E. And um, you can also find both of us, or uh, mostly Chris. Chris. Chris does so much. Oh, my God. He's like a Superman. I don't know how he does this. At tdrexplore.com. Go there for all the TDR news in English. Um, and also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplore. It sounds more exciting that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It does. It does. And you can find us on Twitter at... TDR Explore. Pretty easy, right? So yeah. uh, what are we doing today? Okay, so as usual, you know, we got news, we've got a crap forecast, we're going to talk about Halloween a little bit because it hasn't happened yet, so we're just going to tease it. We've got stuff that you can't miss at Tokyo Disneyland. Oh my god, what can you miss? You'll find out. Um, a new segment, Tokyo Disney Resort 101, so we'll go over like basic stuff, you know, um, kind of like questions that keep coming up, like really, like nothing too like crazy okay um park tips listener questions we've got a ton of listener comments lately so we are going to read your emails online and share them with the world thank you for writing to us we really appreciate it and then we'll talk about next episode so okay let's start with the news um All right i'm really excited I, well i'm kind of excited i'm kind of excited and kind of like what um they're gonna build a new Disney Hotel, right? So, of course, the three hotels that exist right now are um, the Ambassador Hotel, the Miracosta Hotel, and the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. And all these hotels are located right around the parks in Maihama, right? So, the new hotel, Tokyo Disney Celebration Hotel, is actually going to be like two hotels, right? Because they're taking... Yeah. Um, what OLC is doing is they're taking two existing hotels that they owned, the Palm and the Fountain Hotels, and they're going to renovate them. I don't know how in-depth this renovation is going to be. We're going to have to find out as as we get more news. Um, but they're going to renovate both, both hotels, and it's going to be called Di Tokyo Disney Celebration Hotel Hotels. I'm not sure. And it's not going to be in Maihama. It's going to be in my part of the city, Shin Urayasu, which... I think it's kind of cool for the city people because um, 
you know, new restaurants are always fun. Probably the bakeries will be nice for locals to visit and buy cute cakes. Um, but the rumors of the prices, Chris, they're saying like around $300 a night. Yeah, that's kind of expensive, I think, for a hotel that's not within walking distance of the parks at all. I know. Like, so like you could pay $100 more and stay at like one of the ones that's near the parks. Yeah, like the the Disneyland Hotel, the Mir well, Mir Costa. Like Maybe even Mira Costa, like the cheapest room is like around. Yeah, I guess. Like four hundred something, right? Is that for the broom closet? Is no, no. <laughs> you're not facing the park, but it's still oh. awesome. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll take your okay, word for it. Okay, and you know Tokyo Disneyland, you got you know, but they're they they make it the character room so they can charge more because they're evil right. like that. But <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's like a little bit more, and you can stay like way closer. You can use like the monorail and stuff like that. So I'm like, and you're close to XBRE. So where are these hotels located? So um, it's kind of hard. we have to put pictures on the website. So there's Shinraiyasu Station is our train station. It's one station away from Maihama. So you're like, oh, good. It's only five minutes away from Maihama. It's super close. No, it's not super close. It's it's a really nice location, actually. It's on the bay, so if you're here during the summer, you can see the fireworks. If you're here during the month of September, this week we're having the, the Urayasu Festival, so there's like a huge long parade that goes all the way down the street. We have the, the Duffy bus comes to visit us sometimes and things like that. But it's pretty far from the station. It's like, like what, like, I don't know, depending on the traffic, like seven minutes, ten minutes, something like that, right? And then... To get to Disneyland, it's, you know, it's a little far. And they're building a new bridge so they can buy. I'm guessing, I don't know if it was part of the plan for the hotel already or what, but they're building a new bridge so you can kind of like bypass the traffic on the main road leading to the parks, which is going to save some time. But it's still going to take a little bit of time, especially if you're going to Disneyland. It's going to be closer to Disney Sea. So I'm guessing like what, like 15-ish minutes by bus? maybe 18-ish because it's more like it's more it's a, it's a little far it's a little far so I mean like so you're thinking okay well what about Disney World because like that's pretty close like you go to Disney World and it takes you know forever to get to the you know to the parks on the buses sometimes right it takes like 20 minutes or whatever yeah fine but for like I don't know for people visiting from the city you know it feels like yeah far. for 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 a locals park that seems quite far yeah, you know. So I'm not not too sure what they're thinking with this one. I mean, <laughs> well, I here's here's what it is. So it's kind of smart, right? Because they're here's what I think they're banking on. They're like, okay, we call this a Disney hotel, and people will stay there, probably no matter what, right? So yeah, they figure that's true. they figure. Look, we had Palm and Fountain, and these were partner hotels, right? So probably like in the high season, like 200 or something, maybe it gets up to 300. I don't know, because like whatever the location, probably around, I'm guessing around 200, right? And then on the low season, it can go quite low, right? Maybe you can get it for like $80 a night or something, right? And they're thinking, well, you know, we're, we're selling these rooms anyway. Let's renovate. You know, there's a whole bunch of, um, I guess because the Olympics 
um, and maybe the new uh, lands being built at the parks. But there's a huge hotel being built down here in the same area, like right next to Palm and Fountain. And it is going to be like a tower hotel. I think it's owned by the same people that do Emion. I'm not sure. But it's going to be rather large. So they're expecting a lot more tourists. So they're like, hey, let's cash in on this is what I'm thinking. They're like, look, people are going to stay here anyway. And if we put the name Disney on it, they're going to stay here for sure, especially the other hotels sell out. They're they're writing the news report. They're 90% capacity, right? So I don't know what perks people are going to get. I don't know if they're going to get the 15 minutes early or what, but I think they're banking that people are going to stay there anyway. And if they're already charging around 200, they can charge about $100 more and people will stay, you know, and they're probably thinking that locals will go to the restaurants because there's a lot of ladies here that go on ladies lunches and stuff during the daytime. So I wonder. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see how it all plays out. Especially, they they want it open for June 2016, which is less than a year away. <laughs> so I'm guessing they're not going to make it like that thorough, right? Yeah. Well, I guess it helps that if they're just renovating, like they, they don't have to build from scratch, I guess. So I guess that probably helps. It's I don't know. Have, I, I don't do construction, so I have no idea. It's going to have less amenities though, right? Because if they're only yeah. like renovating, right? I don't, I heard, I think somebody said they don't even have a swimming pool at those hotels. Yeah. You know? Well, there's the ocean right there. You're not going to go I mean. swimming in Tokyo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> the ocean is a really nice view. It's a gorgeous ocean view. Yeah. But you're there for Disney, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough, I guess. It, it might be one of those things that they're banking on, like, you know, someone's booking a vacation mm-hmm. and they go, oh, I'm going to try Mir Costa. Okay, no, it's full. And then they kind of go down the line. Oh, I'm going to try Disneyland Hotel. No, it's full. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to try Ambassador. Oh, no, it's full. Oh, look, I'll try Tokyo Disney Celebration. Oh, look, there's rooms. And well, they start I adding, want... yeah. Yeah, so they're like, I want to stay at a Disney hotel, so I'll stay there. Mm-hmm. And they'll start adding packages like, oh, if you stay here, you get to sit in the special seating area and everything, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll work for them. Like money-wise, they're going to get people no matter what. It's good for so, my my part of the city. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it actually works out really well for us. You know, um, not that we're going to stay there, but like for the city in general, right? Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll be nice. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> see what happens. And as they, you know, release more information and photos. And, you know, maybe someone I know can, you know, poke around the area and take photos. I'll go. <laughs> so it's right by the house. It's like, you know, my son had Juku around there not that long ago. You can actually stand on your balcony and use your ridiculous lens. To, no, like... my balcony faces the parks. <laughs> But the, the the apartment in front of us blocks it. We have to move a few floors up. Well, then go on top of the building. I don't know. Darn it. Figure, figure something out. <laughs> and you know what's kind of cool for the people staying there? I think they're going to be adding more and more city events too. Like we have the Red Bull, um, the airplane races. So they leave right. from Makuhari and they actually land. The landing strip is right behind the hotels. So you get to see all those airplanes landing, which is kind of cool. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. It would be fun. So they're doing a lot of neat stuff in the city. So, hmm. And it's already like, I think a lot of people that hear about the news, they're like, wow, it's so far. But there's a ton of hotels. Like this side of the city is like the hotel area, right? So we've got Emion, We've got um, Palm and Fountain, obviously, which are being renovated. The new huge tower hotel they're building. Oriental and Brighton. And that makes me think, right? Because OLC also owns Brighton Hotel. And that's at the station. So I wonder if in the future, they might renovate that as well. Who knows? Right? And make that like an other kind of like moderate priced hotel. Same yeah, as um, Celebration, right? And also too, um, what might be good about the Celebration Hotel is because it's, you know, not right on Disney property, like right at the parks. Mm-hmm. Um you can also get a taste of Japan a little bit better because, you know, when, when you're staying at, at the resort, obviously you're fully encompassed in Disney, right? Yeah. But if you're kind of out that way, like it's still relatively close, obviously, but it's kind of, you know, a little bit more Japan, I guess, uh, in lack of a better term. Little, if you went a little to, bit. If you went to the Urayasu side, like the, like the, the older part of the city. The thing is that this part of the city, you haven't been like, like too much around, right? I've been a few times, yeah. Like you, the streets are wide and the sidewalks are wide and it's very resorty. There's like palm trees everywhere, right? So mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like Japan that much. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing kind of air quotes, but <laughs> yeah, no. I can't see that. <laughs> It's more quote unquote Japan, I guess I should have said. But yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Somewhat. Somewhat. It's somewhat, yeah. Closer. Obviously obviously staying elsewhere is probably better if you want the full experience of Japan, but you know. And if you're going shop, it's still far. The thing is everything's far. So if you walk for about ten minutes or so, you can make it to like some shopping. There's an electronic store. And there's the Itoyokado and stuff like that. And there's like, you know, some places that you can eat at. And there's some really, actually some, oh, there's a really good Yakinuka restaurant nearby there. But, I don't know, it's not that close. Yeah. So, it's interesting. It's very interesting. And, and I have a dream. I have a dream that's never going to happen. But I'm like, wow, wouldn't it be nice if they built a Disney park around here? They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it because it makes zero sense. But it's my dream. That's never going to always get the dream. Always get the dream. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, other news. What do we have? Um, oh, Chris, tell, tell them. Tell them what's going to happen. Tell them what we're going to do. We're going to D23. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we actually won tickets. And by won, I mean we won the chance to buy tickets. That's how it works for us. Did we win um, or did they win? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on how you look at it. But... Uh, we won the lottery, so we could, we bought our tickets to go to D23. Unfortunately, we, we didn't get the three-day ticket that we wanted, so we got the one-day ticket, so we're only going to be good, able to go for one day, but that's better than no days. So expect a lot of updates from us when that happens, which is in November. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I expect there's going to be a lot of announcements, especially about the expansion. Like, I don't see how they couldn't. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that we, the one that we get is, like, the one where they're making an announcement and it's about the stupid hotel? I would lose my mind. I'd be like, are you serious? I just paid this much money to be here for this. I'd throw my mouse ears <laughs> on the floor. I'm like, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm done. Done. 
<laughs> just walk out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I've never been to a D23 Expo. I've followed a lot of people like on Twitter and all that that went in California and it looked like a lot of fun. I have no idea how it compares to the one here, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, so. and we can go shop. We paid to have the right to go shopping too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We're crazy. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, just um, we will have more updates as it gets closer to D23. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, more news. More news. Uh, speaking um, of renovations. Yeah. <laughs> lots of lots of stuff is coming out. Um, um, well, as you may or may not know, Valentine Nights, quote unquote, went into refurbishment <laughs> uh, this past year. Like, they, they finished the show in February or whenever it finished this year. And they said it was going to come back in a different form. Well, they announced it's coming back next year. And it's called Valentine Nights. Um, and I closed my window. No. <laughs> uh, sorry. Valentine Nights 2016 Concert of Love. So they really didn't change the name all that much. This added Concert of Love on it. But it's going to have... Pretty much everything's going to be updated, so... Uh, the costumes are updated and stuff like that, so just looking at the concept art, it looks like it's going to be nice. Um, and they changed the ticketing, how the tickets work. Because um, last year, it, well, previous years, how it was is you bought a ticket, but that included your park ticket as well for the day. Yeah. But now they have it that it's uh, you buy the ticket for only the event, so you have to buy your park ticket separately. That's how it used to be. Was it? Yeah. Okay. You, well, I think you had the option. You could buy the park ticket included or you could buy it separate. And then I guess they included it because they're like, hey, there's a bunch of annual pass holders who will, who will go anyway, <laughs> you know, Yeah. which is true. And so I wonder why they switched it back again. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I know we did it. We paid for both. We, we got extra fast passes. Maybe yeah, which is nice. Why. <laughs> like, oh great now th- now these annual pass people have double fast passes we gotta, we gotta put it back yeah. <laughs> you know so now know. that they have like a cheaper ticketing you know quote unquote cheaper tickets i'll probably go again this year Me like too. instead of having to pay what was it eight or nine thousand yen last year mm-hmm. i just have to pay depending on where i want to sit i can pay as low as 3500 yen that's not bad which is not which is not bad for, I think, is probably one of their best shows. You have a live orchestra. On. It's gorgeous, you know? It's it's definitely one of those things that everyone should experience, I think, if you come during that time. You know what they used to include? They used to give you, like, a sparkling wine with your dinner. It was, like, free, and they used to give you, like, a present. Hmm. I would like to see that come back. It's not going to come back. <laughs> I miss that. That was nice, though. But you know what was really nice? The book that they gave us last time. Yes, I still have it in the nice plastic bag and everything. Oh, it's so nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So nice. Okay. Okay. Um, now going over to Tokyo Disneyland, uh, we have Mickey's Rainbow Luau, which is coming to the um, the dinner show place. I can't I can't remember the name of the restaurant. Paradise. Like Polynesian. No. Polynesian. Terrace. The Polynesian. Or something like that? 
Here it is. Yeah. And now we're going to get a bunch of emails like, you guys never know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I make notes and then I don't, yeah, I can't find them. I'm, I'm ridiculous. I'm not organized at all. <laughs> but it looks fun. Um, gosh, we went to the other one like years ago and it was, it was fun. So I'm sure it's got Mickey and Minnie. And rainbows. I mean, hello. Who doesn't love rainbows? So, yeah, I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. Oh, wait. I pulled it up. Uh, it's at the <laughs> Polynesian Terrace restaurant. Yes. I was right. Ha. Yes, you were. <laughs> um, so, what's happening with that? Uh, the current show, Mickey and Minnie's Polynesian Paradise, is ending on July 4th, 2016. And then the restaurant itself is going to be closed from January 6th until March 21st. That's and then that's when the show will start. So maybe a so, big refurbishment. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things going to refurbishment over the winter, which makes sense. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So that's cool. I've never been to a dinner show yet, but I'm hoping to go at some point. I want to go to the, the Golden Horseshoe one. I haven't been to that one either. It looks amazing. I really want to go. Just never. I don't know. I don't know what happens. We never have time. It's really hard because we're local. So we're like, oh, we can go whenever we want. And then we just never end up going. I know. It's, so, it's super <laughs> That's <what> sad. <laughs> you know? That's what happens. I, like, I never think of it ahead of time because it's one of those you have to book ahead of time. Yeah, that's the and, thing. You like, know? A lot of the time when I go to the park, I just kind of do it on a whim. Like the day before, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the park tomorrow. Exactly. And I just never think to book a dinner show because, number one, I don't want to go by myself. Uh-huh. Number two, a lot of my friends aren't annual pass holders, so for them to go, it's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I kind of have to plan it ahead of time. So You know, okay, Chris, we, we got to do this. We got to go, like, during the off season. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Winter time when it's freezing. Let's do it. Okay. And everyone else, remind us, please. Send us emails, yeah. like, every day. Did you go? Did you us. go yet? Hey, guys, you said yeah. you were going to go to the restaurant. Why didn't you go? Are you, <laughs> didn't you, weren't you going to go? Okay, okay, we'll go. Okay. Shame us into going. Yes. Shame us Shame into us. Going. Keep writing us. <laughs> okay. Okay, so other exciting news. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Chris? We are celebrating our first anniversary, TDR Explorer and TDR Now. Yay. So, a year ago, we started this whole adventure, and we're still going. Which is awesome. I can't believe it. I know, me either. <laughs> I can't believe it's a year. It's like, it went so fast. I'm like, what? It does. I, I can't believe we're actually on episode 22 of the podcast already. Pretty soon. I'm actually I'm actually kind of scared to listen to episode one. So it was probably, it's probably so bad. I don't even think we had mics like back then. So Like proper mics? I, I think I just used like my headphone microphone or something like that. I know. <laughs> this probably sounds terrible. I should go back and listen to it I, and just see how terrible it was. Don't do it. It's Halloween. It's scary, but we shouldn't be we shouldn't be doing things that are that scary. No. No. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris, is is everyone's favorite segment? <laughs> the crowd forecast. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Okay. Okay. So much like most parts of the world, September is when kids go back to school, and Japan is no different. So a lot of kids are going back to school, so that means the parks are pretty quiet. Not empty, but they're pretty quiet. Yes. Um, but, but, there's a but in there. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have something coming up called Silver Week. 
yes, we have golden week or golden week, <laughs> and we also have silver week. Uh, and this year it falls on September nineteenth to twenty third, and it's going to be busy. Oh, so busy, parks, guys! The parks are going to be busy, and that's just because it's a string of consecutive holidays. That's right. Kids are in school. They're like, oh my god, we have a break again. Let's go to Disneyland. And of course, they do. Yep. And this started in what, 2009? It looks like. The, the term Silver Week. Yeah. Gained popularity. Because what happens is that there's like, it t- so they take these holidays and they put them right after a weekend, which gives you like all these days back to back. And people are like, oh, we have vacation again. Yay. Because, okay, I don't know about Canada. But U.S. and Japan are kind of similar. We don't have that many holidays, right? And and also people don't take that much time off of work. So these these week-long holidays like Silver Week and Golden Week are like so precious, right? Because you're like, oh, mm-hmm. finally, we can relax, you know, especially after school starts because it's like so much pressure, you know, like getting everything ready and buying all the stuff the stuff and labeling everything it's like ah so yeah happy days (laughs) (laughs) so we need a break after just coming back from a break basically pretty much (laughs) pretty much yes well okay Uh, like let's look at break because we have had the entire summer like parents like for you guys is good right for for parents you have the whole summer of kids at home and you have to find activities to do every day Right, something to do to fill the time. So I don't know. I don't know how much of a break it was, but it was still busy. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much how September is going to play out. It's going to be rather slow for most mm-hmm. of the month, except for Silver Week, where it's going to be pretty much almost at capacity crowds. So if you're coming during Silver Week, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it is doable. Uh, we have we've we've talked about tips in the past. Um, you could read our tips on Golden Week because the same stuff applies. So oh, I have to write an article about that because I took a I took like a boatload of kids to Disney Sea on Golden Week. No, not Golden uh, Week. Was it Golden Week? The summer. I don't know. Yes. No. Obon. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was so crowded. Anyway. Yeah, and we still did everything. I w- yeah, that's right. I did Disneyland in Golden Week. And whenever we get together, it's like the most crowded time of the year. Watch, next year it's going to be Silver Week. We did Obon this year. And you can do it, guys. You can do it, but don't do it. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> you I'll can write do it, article. but don't do it, please. Yeah, I'll write an article, yes. but yeah. yeah. Mistakes were made, but we, <laughs> <laughs> but we recovered and it was, uh, it was interesting. So Silver Week fun times. Um, the beginning of the month not so crowded. A little bit during the week is better, as usual. Yeah. So always always go in during the week. Hmm. And then look, okay. it says over here um, on the notes you said the fourteenth and fifteenth, right? Hmm. Very slow at Tokyo Disney yeah. Land. Yeah. But it's busy at Disney Sea for whatever reason. I'm not a hundred percent sure why. I checked. Do you know why? Why? It's the costume days. Oh, that, oh duh. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, that's why I was like, huh, that's so weird. <laughs> you know? It's cause, well, yeah. there you go. There, you, there go. you have it. We never know what's going on, Chris. We got to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay. Okay. Well, speaking of costumes. Are you going to wear a costume? Um, Probably not because I haven't started and I don't want to be put to shame. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, right? I would be totally put to shame if I wore a costume <laughs> to the parties. I'm just going to go and enjoy other people's costumes because I know a lot of people put a ton of work into them. I can't wait to see what they do for Disney Sea. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where people go. Yeah, I think people are going to go all out. Mm-hmm. So, so Halloween. Yeah. What Halloween, do we got? Halloween. We've got yeah. Disneyland and Disney Sea. There's nothing happening at Disneyland, so let's talk about Disney Sea a little bit. We've got <laughs> Okay, so okay, what's the announcement for Disneyland? This is how you know that there's nothing going on there because they've announced a new float decoration. Wow, they put a decoration, decoration. on a float. It's Danny, the lamb. Okay. Well, the, and the, there's also like a, some can like a candy update or whatever they're calling it that's going on some of the floats too. So it's like whimsical candy stuff and Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto. For whatever reason, they're the only ones getting costume updates. Yeah, they had to change something because seriously, I'm so, I'm so sick of that harvest parade. If I see that parade for another year, I'm gonna lose well, my mind. Well, you're going too. to. No, shut up. No, we're not. <laughs> No. Uh, no, it's, well, it's they, new next they year. They did right? update the music this year, like they do every year. They probably changed a couple lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but next year it's new, right? I have no idea. No, it has to be. We'll find out, I guess. It'll be new. It'll be new next year. It has to be. But but enough about Disneyland because same old, same old. Yeah. Disney Sea. Disney Sea. I'm excited. I'm excited. So three times a day, we're going to have the show Villains World at Disney Sea. Yeah. And so the villains are, um, what is it? Hold on. I'm going to go to the website. Hold on. And I will read the description. <laughs> uh, the villains basically, they um, invite Mickey and Minnie to kind of come to a party. Yes. And they want to show off their their powers i guess because they've been out of the spotlight for so long that they kind of want to bring come back and be like look at all this stuff that we can do and Gosh, everyone's invited good chris you you i'm looking at the webpage right now and i'm like you are like beat for beat you have it memorized i was reading it a lot because i was writing the guide oh, I'm like, <laughs> for <Halloween. wow. laughs> i did my research you did <laughs> okay keep going yeah keep so going. <laughs> so yeah essentially um we have like Ursula, Jafar, um, uh, Maleficent, and there's a bunch of other minor ones as well that are going to be there. And it's going to be a harbor show. It's going to music, dancing, you know, kind of, you know, the typical harbor show that they always do. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really hoping that the music is catchy. There have been videos, people posting videos on Twitter, mm-hmm. like the little short 20 second videos of the rehearsals because obviously they're doing rehearsals right now and if you're staying at the mirror costa and you have a a room facing the parks you're going to see it and you can hear it wow i'm so excited so what what did you hear because the commercial music sounds pretty good um, a little of it you hear like the audio i heard was it was muffled so it was really hard to tell but it sounded very upbeat interesting (laughs) so i'm really excited for the show i'm i'm really hoping that they really hit it out of the park mm-hmm. uh, uh like for 
Fashionable Easter. I was a big fan of Fashionable Easter. I really liked that show. I love it. Yeah. So I'm hoping they kind of keep that momentum going and they have something really awesome. And the elevated stages are so nice. So I'm looking forward to it. It's it's so nice if yeah. you get like a seating area position because you can see much better. You know, it's great. Yeah. Um, it's true. I, I, I'm hoping that there's going to be previews. Probably um, Monday. Yeah. The seventh. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll, if it's not raining, even if it's raining, I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Because I work on the Tuesday <laughs> in the morning. Boo. Boo. But I'll be there in the afternoon. Cool. Yay. And I think um, one of our listeners is coming. Um, Diane? I don't remember. Yeah, I think her name I is... I believe so, yeah. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. And so we're going to meet up with her, which will be really fun. And if you're in town, let us know. Maybe we'll meet up with you too. So look for, yep. look for other corners. <laughs> yes. We're really easy to spot. Trust us. <laughs> um, also, I was reading up on this as well. There's going to be recruiters uh, around the American waterfront. And what these recruiters are, they're kind of like <laughs> atmosphere characters. And they're going to be cast members. I have no idea what they're going to look like. They, there's no pictures or anything. They said good-looking cast members. <laughs> that's very subjective, but okay. No, that's what it... Hold on, wait. <laughs> that's what it said. It said, like, hold on. It says, um, at uh, Sailing Day Buffet, I guess other places too, blah, blah, blah. Themed, in a themed greeting, recruiters working... Uh, for the villains will approach... Where does it say good-looking? I thought it said they were good-looking. Oh, these recruiters have been turned into attractive human beings by the magical power of the villains. So <laughs> I'm really excited. Attractive human beings, okay. Yes. See, so they said they're very good-looking, maybe. That's <laughs> yeah, true. So like these recruiters, they're going to try and recruit guests to kind of come to the dark side. It's, it's kind of culty. <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. So I guess it's kind of um, a way to keep the like the atmosphere going because you know last year or previous years they had the skeleton friends. Yeah, which that is would really go around cool. the park. Yeah. So I guess you know recruiters are what they came up with for this year. So be interesting to see how that turns out. And then in um, not Agrabah, what's it called? Arabian Arabian Coast. Arabian Coast. Arabian Coast. They're gonna have um, at the restaurant there, like a. It's called Kasbah Magical Treat. So they're gonna have Shaban and a dark magician, like a dark magic magician. They're gonna be doing like some kind of magic atmosphere too, and that also sounds really really fun. So I, I like the atmosphere ideas that we're hearing. Sounds super interesting. So I think mm-hmm. Disney Sea. Is totally going to be the place to be, and it sounds super fun. Yeah, I think so too. And then they did a whole bunch of updates to the food as well. Yeah, um, interesting, right? I'm going well because I love gyoza, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely trying the Corella Deville inspired gyoza. Yeah, dog. Yeah, and so I, it, you know, that it, it's so weird because like the interesting is thing is that they didn't label that as new. No. Which is so weird, right? Because it's, it's kind of new, new-ish, you know? So I guess the inside is the same flavor, which is a good flavor. Probably. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little spicy. Yeah. Um, the outside but, is different. Yeah. Like, um, 
I guess, as anyone can probably guess, as soon as you say Cruella de Vil, you're going to think 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. So the Gyoza dog is one half is white, one half is black. There you go. So I definitely want to eat that. <laughs> Cocktails look good too. Oh, uh, yes. Cocktails and the the always the the tipple torta they always ah, have a new one out yes and that one looks really really good like what is it like blackberry and like um like the cream cheese or something like that yeah 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 oh, delicious Ridiculous. can't wait to try so did you see almost everything is new on the menu mm-hmm. which is nice yeah which is unlike disneyland yeah. this year and then also they added like as we mentioned earlier they added the costume days for the first time um, for Disney Sea, which they've never done before. So, yeah, they're really pushing it. So, yeah, I don't, maybe they're trying to see how it's going to play out to maybe take some pressure off Disneyland. Yeah. I don't know. I feel people are going to go to Disneyland no matter what, maybe. Yeah. Well, like the fork, like in front of the Cinderella's castle, mm-hmm. there's so much space there. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of space for people to take photos and just generally be in the area whereas disney sea like we, we've talked about this in previous podcasts where we're pretty sure they're gonna go to the american waterfront in the the court area there yeah because there's a ton of space there too you know so yeah. i'm pretty sure there's that's where people know, are gonna go yeah it's a nice area for cool. photos you've got tower of terror in the background you know yeah and that's usually my favorite part of halloween it's just all of the crazy costumes that people wear yeah some of them are beautiful it's, it's incredible. Yeah. People put a lot of work into them. All right. Speaking of putting a lot of work into something, Chris, you wrote an article. Yes, 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 Can yes. Can you tell us about it? Yep. It is 15 Things You Cannot Miss at Tokyo Disneyland. So this is for anyone that's visiting, obviously. <laughs> um, so these are the things that we we think that if you're going... These are the things you must you must do. Obviously, it's very subjective, but these are the things that we think that you should absolutely do when you go. So, what are the 15 things, you ask? Well, let's start with attractions. Um, obviously, there is Pooh's Honey Hunt and Monsters, Inc. Ride and Go Seek. Those are unique to Tokyo Disneyland. So, obviously, those are the things you want to do. And Pooh's Honey Hunt is fantastic. Monsters, Inc. Ride and Go Seek is a fun ride. I don't understand why the wait is so ridiculously long. Like, I love the ride, but I don't think it's like, oh my god, I need to wait two and a half hours to do it. I think it's the loading time, right? It's kind of yeah. like Toy Story Mania. It just takes so long. Yeah. But it's, I like, you know, it's fun. It's still fun. And they improved it so much from when it opened you know it's it's like it's a really neat attraction so they did a good it is, I think they did a really good job it's very unique and the building is beautiful and the inside is spot on to the movie so if you've you know obviously like if you're a fan of monsters inc you're gonna love this ride it's just it's themed pretty darn good <laughs> and Pooh's honey hunt like come on it's Pooh's honey hunt <laughs> I wonder if they fixed the bouncing room. <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't gone yet to check. It's not so crowded now, so we should go. Yeah, hop on there. 
<laughs> we should hop on there. <laughs> that was totally not intentional, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the Jungle Cruise Wildlife Expeditions. Yeah, that's really cool. And you can Since write they, both versions. Yeah, write it at during the day and also writing at night. Because you get two kind of different two different experiences there. And they, they just redid it last year. So everything's still pretty fresh. The, the wait times are still pretty long on the weekends. And there's no fast pass for it. But it's definitely worth checking out. Because it's, it's different. You know, and weekdays aren't so bad. And the loading is, is pretty fast, you know. Mm-hmm. So the line does move. And it is in Japanese. But... You know, it's it's mostly visual anyway, and they're usually just cracking cheesy jokes. Yeah, and they get they get into like you know the skippers get into it. So even if you don't know what they're saying, it's like entertaining to watch them. They're like wow, and like going over the edge and doing all kinds of fun stuff. So yeah, good times. Uh, <laughs> next, I added Splash Mountain, and I know the first thing everyone's gonna say, "Why Splash Mountain?" That's what Here's I said why. when I read it, and then I read why, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it, it makes sense. <laughs> Here's why. Splash Mountain is pretty much the same, except the theming of the queue and the surrounding area, Critter Country, is awesome. It's basically, Splash Mountain basically gets its own land to itself. And it's and it also has its own restaurant, <laughs> Grandma Sarah's. Um, so I think that whole area is just worth checking out and waiting to go on Splash Mountain. And also, you don't get completely soaking wet on this version either. It kind of spritz you <laughs> with water. So if you don't like getting completely soaking wet like the U.S. versions, the one here is just going to spritz you with a little bit of water, so you're not going to get wet. I have a question. Hmm. Like, can you do the canoes in California? Um, I want to say yes, but I don't recall particularly looking to be quite honest yeah because in disney world they don't have the canoes anymore right so like i don't know if that mm. would be kind of interesting like i don't know if it's only here or if the other parks you can still do it minus disney world but that might be kind of cool too you know being able to do the canoes yeah. i love the canoes and i'm sure someone one of our listeners will tell us tell us i'll be in california next week two weeks in two weeks so Good. I'll do research. Yeah, see next week. And and the Snow White one too, right? Like, because at Disney World we don't have Snow White anymore. Oh yeah. This list is getting too long. Okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway, back to our list. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I like how you no. discreetly left out the Cinderella, like in in air quotes attraction. Yes. <laughs> Which I I was uh, I agreed with that decision. <laughs> Um, yeah, not worth it, in my opinion. But anyway, um, number five is the Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare. Yes. Um, it's, it's not as elaborate, in my opinion, as the version in Disneyland in California, but it's still good. I still really enjoy it. It's one of the things I always do when I go to the parks during Halloween and Christmas. I just, I can't miss it. It's so much fun. Too true. I love it. So... And it's only the one of two haunted mansions that do that does it that does it. So, <laughs> so if you you're if late. you, so if you've never been to the one at Disneyland, and and you're coming here, then obviously you want to ride it. So, 
There you go. Heck yeah. And that and it only happens between uh, on Halloween and Christmas. Okay, so moving on to entertainment, we have uh, Mini O Mini. And this one is kind of iffy. Some people really like it. Some people really don't like it. I personally like it a lot. It's it's different. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I like it too. I think it's super fun. It's um, like upbeat Latin music, live singing, lots of vibrant colors, and lots of costumes. Tons of costumes. Like all like all the characters are in there. Like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Chip, and Dale. They're all there. Uh, but the star of the show is Minnie. Of course. And <laughs> it's a it's a very high energy show. Uh, it's easy to get into because it does not require you to enter a lottery. Um, you know, because the uh, the other shows, Once Upon a Time, and also um, <laughs> Once Upon a No, what? One Man's Dream too. One Man's Dream. There we go. There's way too many names to remember. Those two shows require lottery to like. Uh, you to win the lottery to be able to see it. So this is a really good show that you don't have to get a lottery for. You can just line up and you get to see it. It's great. Uh, the next entertainment that you can't miss is Once Upon a Time, which is the Nighttime Castle show. Uh, it was introduced last year in 2014. And it's, it's pretty good. I quite like it a lot. It's not as good as Disneyland Paris's Disney Dreams, but it's up there, I think. I quite, I, I like the lasers and, you know, the pyro when they actually do them. <laughs> They've been doing it lately. Have they? Yeah. Because I, I know it's been so hit or miss when they would do it, so... It's interesting. I don't know what's I don't going know. on. I don't know what their criteria is. It, you know, it's but yeah, they they've been doing it lately. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good because that show is really like that show is really good with obviously all the all mm-hmm. the pyro. When and stuff everything's like that going, going it looks really <laughs> nice. It's not a castle mm-hmm. show, but it's good enough. It's good and enough. And it's popular. Yeah. A lot of people love it. It gets super packed. So yeah. Um, I think the music is pretty catchy. It is, yeah, it is. And I like I that like they do like seasonal stuff. I wish it. I bet you they're gonna do a Halloween version next year, maybe next year when they do something <laughs> new at Disneyland. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Hope so. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is the Tokyo Disneyland Electrical Parade Dreamlights. If there is one show that you can only see. At your entire time at Dis- the Tokyo Disneyland, make it Dreamlights. Don't miss it. You will it. not, you will not be disappointed at all. No, it's gorgeous. It's, it's amazing. It is absolutely beautiful, and they just renewed a lot of the floats, and they added a new Tango float, and it is just a gorgeous parade. The music is great, and it's a long parade too. It's so and long. It's- We've gone with people and they're like, oh, is that it? I'm like, no, no, there's more. No, no. This is the intermission. <laughs> yes. There's more coming. Don't worry. There's still finale. more. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If you have only one show to see, then make it that one. And you will not be disappointed. That'll make, that that alone to me is worth the price of admission for that show. And, and even just, if it's raining, it so even if it's raining, the rainy day, the little mini parade that they do at night is mm-hmm. gorgeous. It's cute. I like it's it. Crazy. I've seen that a few times. 
Yeah. It's crazy that they put that much money into it. It's really beautiful. Like it's it's only like what like four floats, but it's so lovely. And and, and it's nice too because. You know, if you're at the parks all day and then it starts raining and then they have to, you know, cancel dream lights but have to put on this parade, it's a nice little, you know, surprise, I guess. Or like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what, what else? What else? What other? What else? <gasps> so any of the, like any of the seasonal parades you should see. So depending on the time of the year, mm-hmm. there's going to be a different seasonal parade. So with... Halloween, we got the Happy Harvest, Halloween Harvest Parade, which I know you're sick of. <laughs> I was going to say no comment. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then during Christmas, we have the Christmas Fantasy. Oh, my God. And Chris. Then during what? Chris, they're going to have that? Elsa this year. Are they? Yes. She's going to be in the parade. It's really princess heavy this year, actually. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. Elsa, Snow White, and Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Mickey, and there's going to be a Donald Daisy float, of course, and Toy Story. Nice. Interesting, right? I'm so excited. Oh my God, I want to see Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> and now the listeners are going, no comments. We don't want to hear about Elsa. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then in, in, in during Easter, there's the hippity hoppity happity fun time, super duper springtime jumping around parade. It's so ridiculously <laughs> cute. It is. Anything really seasonal, is. go see it. Yeah, even the definitely. Harvest Parade. Even the Harvest Parade. It's cute and it's yeah. very cute. It's just after three mm-hmm. years, it's not so yeah. cute anymore for me. And then, but for other people... And then we oh. also have... <laughs> and then we also have the uh, Happiness is Here Parade, which is basically our permanent daytime parade for now mm-hmm. that fun. came out during the 30th anniversary that one's my favorite daytime parade out of them all. I just the music is catchy, the floats are great. I really like that parade, so I can't recommend that one enough. It's fun. It's a good parade. You should see it. It's fun. And then next on the list, uh, we have the Country Bear Jamboree. I know a lot of people love the version versions that they had in the U.S. Well, we still have some of them over here. <laughs> so. Make sure you check that out. Really easy to get into. Doesn't need a lottery. None of that stuff. So, that's good. And now that we're done with that stuff, now, you know, after going on all the rides and then watching entertainment, you have to eat, right? Chris, I would add to the shows. What's that? One Man's Dream 2. Uh, I'm, I'm torn on that one, to be quite honest. I know, like, I don't know why. Like, a lot of people are, like, 50-50 on it. But it's a really well-made show. You've got, like... I guess because, like, some of the... Like, some of the properties they use are dated. Right? Mm. Like, Bugs Life and stuff. But, like, it's pretty cool. And it's got, like, lots of special effects and stuff. And then Mickey comes yeah. out, like, in shining gold at the end. It's, like, really cool. I don't know. Mm. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but. Okay. Food. Okay. Okay. Food, Don't miss food, it. food, food, food. What are we? What are we not missing? Um, we have the Hungry Bear Restaurant, which is Japanese style curry. Uh, to me, this is more like safer food options that is different from burgers and fries. So if you have people who are picky in your party, Hungry Bear Restaurant is a pretty safe bet. So you can get curry with rice, and you can get it with chicken or beef, 
And then there's also they, they also have a house one that has like cheese and sausage and other stuff in it as well. So I can't recommend that one enough. That's usually my default restaurant that I go to since the Lucky Nugget Cafe is closed for now. <laughs> I like the, um, the theming of some of the rooms, like the prison room and stuff like that where you're eating behind yeah. the house. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, that is fun. Every time I try to go there, though, it's always full. <laughs> There's always people in it. Because you go on Saturdays. Well, some of us have to work during the week. Yeah. And don't live 10 minutes from the resort. <laughs> God, Chris, just move over here. <laughs> I know. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. No, you live in the city. The city's really fun. That's true. All right, so we have the Hungry Bear Restaurant, and then we have Grandma Sarah's, which is over in Critter Country. Yeah. And the theming of that restaurant is really awesome. I th- I love it. I think it's fun. It just, it feels like you're in a little burrow. It's adorable. Which is Grandma Sarah's. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's really detailed. And it basically feels like you're eating in Splash Mountain. That's what it feels like. And if you eat, uh, like, close to the entrance, like, at the mm-hmm. top. I, I've mentioned this before, I'm pretty sure. But, like, the window overlooks Haunted Mansion, the queue. And you can yeah. pretend to be a ghost and scare people. Like, ooh, and people are like, what is that in the window? And you're like, my son is always like cracking up. He's like, hee, hee, hee. So good Halloween option as well. That's funny. Um, and yeah, like there, there's seating also that's kind of on the outside where you can actually watch people on Splash Mountain. Yes. Which is kind of, kind of cool. That's super So you can fun. see them kind of go by. Yeah. I like it. It's fun. And the food is good too. It's not um, bad. It's pretty cute. Like the the little the eggs with the Mickey in them, like during Easter and stuff, is adorable. You mm-hmm. know, and it's real. How do they do that? I don't even know. I don't know either. It's ridiculous. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to do some research on that one. <laughs> um, and it, the food there is pretty hearty, in my opinion. Like more hearty than some of the other restaurants. Like very like, I don't want to say gravy based, but just more hearty food, I guess. It's butter, rice, and potatoes and stuff like that and chicken i guess it's kind of it's stuff that grandma would make i guess grandma sarah it's very yeah like homey yeah homey it's and cute it's very good mm-hmm. so i can't recommend that one enough either all right next um is restaurant hokusai hokusai um which is a uh japanese restaurant actually and so here you're going to find traditional Japanese food, like bento boxes and stuff like that. Uh, whenever I go, I usually get the tonkatsu, which is the breaded deep fried pork, which is delicious. I love it so much. <laughs> I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> um, the inside, uh, it's nothing like spectacular, but, you know, it's, it's, it's nicely themed. Like it's a Japanese restaurant. It's themed like a Japanese restaurant. So, to me, it's kind of weird living in Japan and going to a Japanese restaurant inside a theme park. But that's not a bad thing, I guess. You know, if you're if you're staying at you know the resort and you want to have a you know a Japanese um, dinner or something in the park, that's a really good option, in my opinion. And they also like um, sometimes like usually we go and there's like something going on like. In the summer, uh, they give out the chopsticks, you know, for, like, the summer, right. like, festival. And Tanabata, they'll give you, like, the special wishing card. And they have, like, the set menu, which is really pretty with all, like, the little stars and stuff into it, which is nice, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a nice restaurant. I, I quite like it. 
Um, and next we have the Queen of Hearts Banquet Hall, which is Alice in Wonderland themed, and it recently got an update or well, a small update to its food menu. Uh, if you're a, a fan of Alice in Wonderland, you have to eat here because it's themed perfectly, in my opinion, to Alice in Wonderland. From the forecourt to inside the kitchen, where you actually pick up your food because it's a buffet style, or no, sorry, not buffet style, cafeteria style. And there's um, stained glass and just everything else in Wonderland. It's really nice. And the food is pretty decent too. Uh, there's the... Um, the heart, the heart hamburg, as they call it, is basically just a hamburger patty with a heart-shaped cheese on it, and, and it comes with like a vegetable cracker that looks like a playing card. Yeah, and raspberry sauce now. Yeah, and it's actually really good. I liked it. I liked it too. I thought the sauce, like, it's a little, like, a little difference, but it's a nice touch. And like, like you, like Chris said, you know, the decorations are adorable. The, the way they kind of like make the food shapes like into hearts and little things like that stars in the seafood menu. It's really good. It's, it's a good option, you know. Um, the desserts, the new desserts are adorable. Like the one with like the little playing card and stuff like that. So, and of course your unbirthday cake or if it's your birthday, you can tell them and they'll give you a birthday cake. So <laughs> that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last on our list is the Diamond Horseshoe Presents Mickey and Company, which is the, the dinner show. Yeah. I would say last one I ha- at least because the videos of that show look amazing. Yeah. And I haven't personally been to it yet, but I everyone that has gone said it's a lot of fun and that everyone should go. So that's why I made it to the list. <laughs> we have to go. We have to go to that restaurant. I, how can it be a yeah, must-do and we haven't done it yet? That's like the only restaurant in Disneyland that I have not eaten at. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's one of those things where you have to book it ahead of time, right? So just never think of it in time. So I have a question. What do you think about like Blue Bayou? Hmm. Well, if you've been to the Blue Bayous at the other parks... Mm-hmm. Then this one's kind of like, it's almost the same thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, it's not bad. It's definitely not a bad restaurant by any means. Okay. But if you've been to the other ones and you come over here, I would just say skip it and do the other ones that are more unique to Disneyland here. Without t- without lining up and everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Blue Bayou is good. It, like, if you want something familiar, if you've been to the ones in the U.S., mm-hmm. then definitely go to the one here because it's pretty good, too. Yeah, because at Disney World, we don't have it. Okay. Yeah, at Disneyland, they have right, it. Right, right. Yeah. I always forget who has what. I always have to double check. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, Disney World, are... have like the Mexico one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's true. We always end up talking about food. And I always end up getting hungry. This is terrible. I know, right? We gotta stop that. We, why do we? Why do we do? Why do we punish ourselves? I need to like have something in front of me so I can eat while we're doing this, or have a really big dinner before. We and record. then people be like, "What's that t- chomping sound?" Who? Who's doing that? Who's stop doing that, it. you guys! Gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that uh, that is our fifteen things you cannot miss at Tokyo Disneyland. 
Um, if you guys have any anything you want to add to the list or that you think should be on the list, send us an email and tell us why. And maybe we'll add it. Or we can talk about it on the next podcast. I don't know. We'll do something. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. And next, we're going to be doing a new segment. And I'll let Patricia start this one off. It's Tokyo Disney Resort 101. So, like, just, like, really basic, basic stuff. Like, we're not going to get into too much detail. Well, maybe we will. Okay. So, today's Tokyo Disney Resort 101 is when should you visit? Which we've actually covered before, but people keep asking. So, we'll cover it again. But what do you think, Chris? Because mine always changes. Well, if I want to be very general without taking what's happening during the, the, the year that you're visiting, like just as, like a, I guess, a very general rule, um, I would avoid the winter months. And by winter, I mean January, February, March, because those are the coldest. <laughs> and, if you're not, and if you're from a climate that's not cold you're gonna find it very cold here um even as a canadian i do find it cold sometimes because it's a wet cold it's very humid so it kind of chills you to the bone i guess a strong wind too yeah it's not very pleasant but if you can deal with it by all means go for it the crowds are gonna be lower but i usually recommend people not to come during that time then there's also like um, refurbishments too right yeah a lot of stuff's closed and they don't do a lot of stuff. So it's it, it, it kind of depends on the year. Like if you want to do just attractions and stuff like that, you can come because the crowds will be lower and you'll be able to ride them to your heart's content. But it also depends on the refurbishment schedule mm-hmm. for that year. The parades tend to be good too because you can walk up like last minute and get like a front area, which is really nice too. So I mean, and it depends. Like if you're from a cold climate and you can handle it, that's cool. And, and there are seasonal events. Like last year we had like the frozen event <laughs> yeah so there's stuff going on valentine's nights things like that romantic the romantic season you can cuddle yeah, with your that's honey true. <laughs> <laughs> um and then for spring so like april um well april may i should say anytime in april is usually pretty good um that's that's why a lot of people come to japan because they want to see the cherry blossoms and both Disneyland, Disney Sea, both have some cherry blossom trees. They do in the parks. Disney Sea's blooms um, a little earlier, so yeah, it it, kind of, it it all depends on the weather too. Mm-hmm. So there's no clear cut date when it's going to happen. It's almost kind of like luck. Yeah, you can also see at Xperia too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in May, we always tell people do not come during Golden Week. Don't do which it. Which is probably the one of one of the busiest times of the year and that usually that always falls at the end of april beginning of may so don't come during that time or if you're in japan don't go to the parks during that time but if you go and i always tell you this if you go and you're organized you can do every single thing that you want to do as long as you use your first two hours wisely and you're on top of things so you can do it it's not going to be fun (laughs) <laughs> so for first timers we recommend not coming during that time exactly but directly after golden week so um golden week changes every year like the dates and where they lot like where they fall during the week but if you come right after that the parks are going to be pretty dead mm, you think so 
Well, like dead comparing to what Golden Week is. Comparatively. It's still, and it depends on the event, it's still crowded. But nowhere near as, um, nowhere near as crazy as Golden Week. So coming after that is better, in my opinion. Summer is hard. Summer is hard because yeah, summer's summer is hit and miss. Yeah. It depends on what um, the event is. It can be crazy all summer sometimes. So it really depends. Yeah. So I would hot. say for June, it's usually the rainy season. So I usually tell people to avoid June just because it's probably going to rain a lot of the time. But it depends on the year. Like this year, um, rainy season was late. Yeah. But spring so, to spring, the weather is really inconsist- inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, July and August, I tell people avoid it if you can. August especially because that's when it's the hottest and it's the busiest, oddly enough. Just because everyone's out of school. The best season is autumn in yeah. terms of weather. Very comfortable weather. But it's um, So that would be, yeah, September, October. September is pretty slow. Mm-hmm. September is better because kids just went to school. Yeah. Yeah, so beginning of September, if you can swing that. But I know some people probably can't if they're bringing their kids. And not the costume yeah. weeks, because those will be yeah. crowded. Yeah, one of those things. You've got to check the crowd calendar, or just check when it's happening for that year. But, you know, it's um, so fun anyway. I think either way you're going to have fun, because it's Halloween, you've got atmosphere going on, you've got cute menu items. I think I think autumn, if I have to choose one. For like the absolute best time to visit? For now. It changes. My, mine changes every season. I'm like, oh, it's summer. Yeah. Summer is the best. It's so fun. You get soaked. And then I'm like, oh, it's autumn. It's Halloween. I love Halloween. It's the best. There's pumpkins and cute de- decorations and goods. And then I'm like, then Christmas comes in. I'm like, I love Christmas. It's the best season. So I, it's terrible. I can't decide. <laughs> but I do think for now, I'm going to say autumn. Because it's Halloween. Okay. And Halloween's the best. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and then October is pretty good as well. Um, Halloween's still happening. Um, excluding the and weekends, then, right? Yeah. Excluding weekends. Weekdays are fine. And then going into November and December. November, it starts to cool off. Um, but you can see the starting of Christmas. So if you really want, if you want to see Christmas... You can do it in November, and that's when the crowds are a lot lower as well. And then into December, um, anything before December twenty fifth is pretty okay. the The weather's you know the weather's starting to get colder. Crowds aren't as you know crazy. Uh, but after December twenty fifth, that's when New Year's kicks in, and New Year's is a big deal in Japan. And that's when the parks start to get really busy because that's when everyone starts going on holidays. And especially just right before New Year's and a couple days after New Year's, the parks are pretty busy. And not just that. Like for New Year's, what's really hard is that everything's closed too, right? Yeah. All the shops are closed because everybody's on holiday. And then the buses and the trains are running on holiday schedule. So it's not an easy time in terms of anything. 
you know, no. so I would say that would be the one time of the year, even though it's really interesting to see Mickey and Minnie in kimono, the one time of the year to really avoid in general in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for if you if you really want, like if you're going to be here for New Year's, I would recommend like obviously it depends on how long you're here. Try and go to the parks just before December 25th so you can see all the Christmas stuff. And then if you really, really want to see the New Year's stuff, because that stuff happens New Year's Day and then lasts for a few days after that. You can go on like the last day, which is usually like the 4th or 5th of January. And then you can see like, you know, Mickey and Minnie in their kimonos and the the New Year's greeting. You know, if you catch the tail end of that, then you can see that. You can kind of avoid most of the insanity. But for the time in between... I would recommend not going <laughs> unless, you know, unless you're really dead set on experiencing that, then by all means, go ahead. <laughs> I think that pretty much covers our Tokyo Disney Resort 101 when you should visit. I guess to maybe quickly recap, um, when should you visit? I guess if we had to pick. What's your uh, top time, Chris? Top time? Well, I'm going to say just after Golden Week and, you know, like end of May kind of kind of would be the best time and i know what you're gonna say autumn yeah because <laughs> weather event everything's working together mm-hmm. but the you know it's so it's the thing is it so depends on the person some people like yeah. they they do much better in different weather some people go for events or just for attractions you know so i mean it really depends what you want to get out of your trip you know, cost. Yeah. It's the high season right now. So if you don't want to pay like full price, this is not the best time for you to go. You know, same with, um, you know, summer. It's super expensive, right? Everybody's on vacation. So it really depends on what your criteria is. But you know what? Yeah, there's... All year. All year is a good time to go because you'll have fun no matter what because you're creating memories. You're ha- you're going to have a good time because it's Disney, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So I wouldn't stress too much you know, on, you know, picking your dates, just kind of pick them and go with it. As long as you just, you know, as like, as a rule of thumb, just always check the Japanese holidays. Because you, you do want to try to avoid those as much as you can. And then as long as you do that, you're going to be fine. That's how I think of how it should go. (laughs) (laughs) So another question, right? So this is like going into our listener questions. Chris, what, what, what is the question this time? For our listener question? Yeah. Um, it is coming from Amy on Facebook. And she writes, Hello guys, love your show. We're coming over in January, just near my birthday. Just a question about birthday passports. What do you get? And is it worth spending the extra money to get one? Well, uh, well, first off, birthday passports. What are birthday passports? Birthday passport is, I'm saying the word passport a lot, are basically are your uh, park ticket to go into the park on your birthday. That's all it is. And you can only buy it online. I checked. <laughs> um, and you get um, some merchandise with it. Uh, Patricia, do you want to talk about the merchandise a little bit? Yeah, you know, we've done it before. We, we've done it for like um, 
like a group gift to like little kids before you know like when it's a friend's birthday or something and we all want to go play in the parks so what you get is um you print out your ticket at home super easy you get a birthday medal um which is a nice medal it's not like you know like it's it's like it's a pretty hefty medal the kids kids love it you get a mickey plush and he's holding like a little present he's like wearing a little birthday hat and um you get a photo taken which is cool and it comes in um in a a like a photo holder and it has like a birthday message in it so i mean it's really up to you when we've given it as a gift to like little kids before they love it they wear their little metal proudly and they're like walking around the park and they're having a good time they're like oh my gosh you know and the thing is it really depends so I think people would enjoy getting it as a gift I don't know I don't know it really depends on you the price difference is 2300 yen so like around 20 something dollars you know um it depends it depends on the person I would say go to the website look at what you're gonna get and if you think it's worth it then it's worth it if you don't think it's worth it that's okay too because you know you can get your birthday sticker at the park and everything and they have other birthday goods like birthday t-shirts you can buy and um like little pin badges that you can pin onto your bag and stuff like that so um it depends who it's for if i think especially for little kids it's fun yeah i think so when i went on my birthday i didn't get the birthday passport because, you know, I have my annual pass. But you can ask any of the cast members for a birthday sticker. And they'll usually draw some elaborate drawing on it. And they'll write your name in Japanese on it. And you get to wear it all day on your shirt. And they do. Which is yeah, nice. Yeah, they, they, they do really cute drawings. And they'll do it, like, seasonal, mm-hmm. too. Like, Halloween, they'll do, like, little pumpkins or bats or something and ghosts. And then, like, Christmas will make it all Christmassy. So it's that's always really fun. So even if you get the birthday passport, go and ask them to make a sticker for you, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. And when I got my sticker, she drew um, Donald Duck on it, which is really cute. I liked it. It's adorable. <laughs> it was. It really was. So, yeah, that's pretty much it about the birthday passports. Oh, oh and you know what? It leads mm. into our park tips, actually. So, it does. park tips. What's our park tip this week? This episode. <laughs> um, dress up, right? So let's say you do get the birthday passport. Guess what? Characters and dancers, I guess, I, I think they're trained. I think they're trained to notice it and go up to you. So if you're wearing park goods, if you're wearing something like the birthday one that you buy the ticket for, then they will for sure go up to you and spend extra time with you and they'll, they'll, they'll do a really nice interaction with you. I mean... Like if you're wearing the sticker too, of course, to say like happy birthday or whatever. But if you're wearing like the medals and like all like the goods and stuff, then they they, they really go all out. So dress up, um, not just interactions. It's just fun in general, you know. So if, if you're wearing something fun, you'll have more fun. You're like, woo, it's it's like a party atmosphere. You know what I mean? So I think you'll you'll enjoy yourself more. And, um, you know, some people like you, we said before, they wear matching outfits. So it's like a group fun activity, you know, it's a good time. So dress up and enjoy yourself. That's my park tip for this episode. Yep, and buy buy some of the really cool t-shirts. I know some people are not fans of the shirts that we have here, but I, for one, like a lot of them. Not all of them, but some of them are pretty cool. Like we had this past summer, and they sold out really bloody quick, was the 8-bit t-shirts with like Donald and Goofy and Mickey 
Those are really cool. And right now, a lot of people are wearing the ridiculously patterned t-shirts that have... I don't even know how to describe it. Basically, they, they take different Disney movies, so like Little Mermaid, and the entire t-shirt is just a pattern with Ariel and Flounder and Princess Eric and... Or Princess Eric. <laughs> Prince Eric. <laughs> I would buy that shirt. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, the entire shirt is just that pattern. It's ridiculous. And my favorite one was the um, Beauty and the Beast. So it had Belle and the Beast on it, and there was hundreds of them on the t-shirt. It's really interesting. I wonder what, like, um, set off the design, like, what, what created that idea. Because I guess it was popular, like, the first one that they did, and now they're doing, like, different series of different characters. So it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of really interesting to see what they'll, maybe a villain's one, what they'll make next, right? Yeah, they're, they're always pumping out new t-shirts because people buy them here. People really do. Like, if you go around the parks, you're going to see, like, groups of teenagers wearing the same shirts just so they all look the same. Yeah, they're matching. They're having a good time. You, you can tell who's in your group usually, you know, especially if they make their own, like, thing at home. Like, there's, like, little girls. Uh, not little girls, but, you know, like, teenagers and young women. They'll wear their hair, like, with the mini Mouse buns in their hair, you know, and they go all out. It's ridiculously adorable. So... Yeah. It's a good time. I've I've seen um a group of girls who were all dressed up as Donald Duck. So they mm-hmm. had like, you know, the blue shirt and like white shorts on and then they had yellow Crocs on. Yeah, yeah. Their feet. Which was <laughs> it looked cute. It was like this group of girls that all looked like Donald Duck. It was really cool. I quite I liked that. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And if people have been following along with, like, my trip report to Disneyland stuff, you know, my ridiculous outfit that I wore from summer this year, my Chip and Dale summer festival stuff from Disney Sea. The summer stuff this year was really outrageously cute. Loved it. It really was. Loved it. You know, the whole, the whole, like, the whole outfit right because you had the shirt and the crazy pants and then the banana hat you know what i mean it was it was just great mm-hmm. i'm kind of i kind of spent all my money on summer so i don't know how much halloween stuff i'm gonna get oh my gosh but the halloween stuff looks so f- i want uh it's so expensive but i want the the poncho with like the little devil bat wings on the back and the little tail it looks so cute and it, it's also like a blanket right so it looks like it's nice and warm too yeah yeah i want it <laughs> so much so much stuff to have to buy <laughs> well not have to buy we want you to have buy. to buy <laughs> uh yeah like for halloween i thought about dressing up but I just don't have the skill that some of these people do when they put their costumes together. Like, some of them are ridiculously good. Like, last year, there were so many really good costumes. I'm like, I don't even want to try because you guys are way too good. But that's the thing, you know. Yeah, you can make your costume, but you can also, you, you can still dress up like you, like you did for summer. You know what I mean? And that's a yeah. blast too. So I mean, even if you don't wear a full out costume, I say go and enjoy yourself. Dress up the way you feel like dressing up. 
I'll dress like a North American. <laughs> we'll go with that. Oh, Chris, you know what? We What's forgot. That? We have the listener comment. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, it's we do. It's kind of really interesting, actually. Like, I didn't know anything about uh, this topic that they wrote about. Right. It's so, educational. Last time. Yeah. Last time we talked about, or we talked about in the news about the Star Wars planes. And we kind of didn't know what the planes were. We just kind of talked about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, one of our listeners actually emailed us. Uh, he goes by the first name that I have. <laughs> uh, so Christopher sent us an email just kind of explaining all the different planes. So we thought we'll start reading some of the emails that we get from people. Because we're starting to get quite a lot of emails from you guys, which is awesome. And we read each and every one of them and try to reply to all of them as well. So Christopher wrote, and he says, Dear Trish and Chris, I was recently listening to episode 21 and I noticed you guys were having some difficulty identifying the aircraft types that ANA had announced it was going to paint in the special Star Wars library. I have troubles with that word for some reason. Um, I wonder if this helps. Aircraft, aircrafts have identifying names. So the 777, the 787, the A320, etc. These names indicate the brand, similar to the way the name iPhone or Galaxy denotes the brand of phone. And like smartphones, they have multiple models, different size, prices, and capabilities. The 787-8 is the base model and the 787-9 is a stretched model with additional passenger capacity and longer range and the 787-10 has even more capacity. The same logic applies to the 777 airplane but with a different naming scheme. There's so many numbers in this. (laughs) The 777-200 is the base model and the 777-300 has additional capacity and range. Boeing, the aircraft manufacturer for these airplanes, is moving its aircraft branding to the simpler dash 8, dash 9, dash 10, naming like how the 787 is set up already. Anyway, I hope my long-winded answer to a question that wasn't really asked helps. And I'm a listener right here in Tokyo. Thanks for a great podcast. Chris. Well, thank you. So, so did oh, you, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, did you catch any of that? Like all those numbers I was saying, throwing at you? A little bit. Like I thought it, it was interesting how he compared it to like cell phone like brands. Yeah. And, so, you know, it's, it's cool. so interesting. Like that's what I really love about like Disney people because yeah, they, they have the same hobby, but they come from so many different backgrounds. So you meet so many people. And every time you meet somebody new who's like a Disney fan, like you you kind of like learn so many like new things that are totally unrelated to Disney, which is super interesting, I think. You know, so thanks, thanks so much, Christopher, for sending that in. We knew nothing about airplanes at all. No. So <laughs> if, if you're ever in the parks, hit us up. Let's go hang out. We'll have a cocktail exactly yeah so guys if you want to send us comments or anything like that we're always welcome to have them send have them sent to us 
I really can't talk. <laughs> I think I think we have to set like a cutoff point when we stop recording because after a certain period of time, Chris just can't talk anymore. That's just how just it works with going me. Going and going. We do, we do, we do. Until it's midnight. <laughs> but anyway, as I was saying, if you guys have any comments or anything you want us to talk about on the show, anything like that, please send them our way to contact at tdrexplorer.com. We read all your emails, and we try to reply to all of them. Um, I think we're starting to get more, like a lot more listeners now because I've noticed a really big increase in emails, and I'm having, you know, a, a little trouble keeping up sometimes with the amount of emails that we're actually getting. So that's a good sign. That's a good thing. Thank you so much, guys. And you know, we're gonna make this like a regular segment. So send in your emails, and we'll. We'll probably read them on lo- uh, on the air. So, you know, like, uh, we'll learn interesting stuff. You you listeners will learn interesting stuff, you know, so it'll be kind of fun. Exactly. It's all about you guys. We're doing this for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And now I know a lot more about airplanes than I did 10 minutes ago, which is awesome. I always like learning new things. So I think that kind of covers it for this episode. So, what are, what are we going to talk about next time? Okay, actually, we haven't decided yet because it's going to be our anniversary. Like, it's going to be like a right. bonus episode, kind of. Yeah, we're doing a bonus episode. It's going to be a little... Shh, don't, don't tell anyone. It's okay. It's okay, Chris. Because they, they have to... Because then, you know, the thing is it's going to come out, like, pretty close after this one. So then, if they wait, like, the normal two weeks, they'll be like, oh, oh my God, there was one here the whole time, and they'll freak out. So, yeah, it's coming. So it's going to be shorter um, because we are uh, we're not going to be plugged in 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 our in our homes. We're going to be on location. Yeah, we're going to be recording at Disney Sea. Kind of outside, because I don't yeah. know if we're not. I don't know if we're allowed to record inside the park. Probably not. So I think right. we'll probably be best if we stick outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just we'll we'll be probably be able to hear music because it'll be in the mm. picnic area, but. It'll be fun. Um, uh, hopefully, everything goes well. Uh, our battery will last and everything. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, and, yeah, we'll see. How and it goes. you'll see too when you tune in. So yeah. Well, I guess for our next regular episode, episode twenty-three, <laughs> uh, we can we're going to definitely talk about Halloween because by then we're going to have gone to Halloween and experienced everything there. Sure. So we'll we'll talk more in depth. About the show, the food, the decorations, the costumes, everything. We'll talk more in depth about that guy for you guys. And then continuing on with our new segment, Tokyo Disney Resort 101, we're going to talk about choosing a hotel. I'm going to stay at a hotel. So, are you? It's a secret. Okay. Well, I mean, Should the, we the listeners can know. It's like a... a... <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a secret for my son's birthday. Oh, that's a good present. Yeah. So we're gonna stay at the the Miracosta, the the new like Explorer Mickey room. Oh, I want to stay there. I'm jealous. It's not like the the fancy view or anything, because the thing is, the hotel is booked solid, and um, we couldn't get any room. And then this one opened up like last. Uh, two nights ago and we were able to like snatch it it's gonna be so crowded (laughs) 
It's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really fun. He loves hotels. Like, he loves, like, a Disney World. There's nothing he loves more than, like, staying at, like, the hotels, like, Wilderness Lodge or Animal Kingdom or whatever. So, that's awesome. freak out. Yes. And I want photos. I want to see photos of that room. I know. <laughs> so, it's, it looks really gorgeous. That is that is your homework when you go. Okay. They, they You know, it's really recent. They recently redid it, I think, in July, so... Yeah, it was very recent. Yeah, so it'll be very nice, very nice. Okay, so I'll do homework. I'll do homework on that, and I'll, I'll keep an eye on the Disney Celebration Hotel. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, make sure you go on on the roof of your building and set up your telephoto lens, and take pictures. <laughs> I would try. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's that's enough for this week as always thank you so much for listening i am your host chris the chief content editor for tdr explorer and i'm always the one eating and always hungry at the end of the podcast you can find me on twitter at burnin lover and also you can follow us uh tdr explorer on twitter at tdr explorer and also on facebook facebook.com slash tdr explorer and uh, as always, please rate us and, and everything on iTunes, on Stitcher, and all that kind of fun stuff. Because we want people to find us. We want people. We want to help people plan their trip to Tokyo Disney Resort. So, anything you guys can do to get the word out there is amazing. And then, as always, joining me, my always lovely co-host Patricia. Thanks for listening, guys. You can follow me on Twitter. I know I've been MIA, so I haven't been posting anything. But I'm at Dream Sweets, as in candy, love. And um, hopefully we'll have lots of updates because it's going to be really, really exciting at the parks right now. Oh, and should we mention um, the guest appearance? Or should we leave that a surprise? We'll leave it for a surprise for now. Okay, so we'll announce that later. Okay, guys. Yeah. Okay. See you guys. Keep exploring. Bye-bye.